what is coming up in less than a week? How about the draft budget being posted in London? Now, last night, we saw the city of St. Thomas indicate that their property tax increase is going to be 2.98%. They had started with 3.6%, now down to 2.98%. That's not something that we hear we should be expecting in London. We should be expecting a bigger number than 2.98%. And someone who's been helping us through this process is here to help us again. And maybe he can... Help us to understand why the number in London may be a little bit bigger. We're also going to talk about things like infrastructure and capital budget and infrastructure increases versus operating budget increases. It's time for a little Budget 101 with former London Mayor Matt Brown. Matt, how are things? I am doing very well because I'm not preparing for a budget that uh, the draft budget will land next week yeah here we are multi-year budget and the draft budget like you say lands next week how much noise do you think it will hit with well i think there have been a lot of indications from comments that we see from members of of this current council in the media that this is going to be a, a larger draft budget increase than london has seen in the past many 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 years uh, there are a lot of pressures, uh, I think, that um, uh, and competing priorities that this council is going to have to wrestle through uh, as they uh, work to approve their, their four-year, multi-year budget by the beginning of March 2024. Okay. And when when we try and get our heads around why there will be such a big increase, we get so used to hearing, well, you know, the life costs more right now. Is that what's happening here? Is it just life costing more? Well, it it really is about a council setting their priorities. There's always going to be inflationary pressures. And we all know if we go to the grocery store or to the gas pump uh, that we're feeling that. And so, so is a city. Uh, The the other piece that provides pressure to a a tax increase is uh, new services, new programs, um, and uh, a growing beyond uh, the, the city's ability to pay with the existing funds. Uh, and so that, that's really important because uh, that means that every council has a, a high level of influence over what that tax increase is going to be. I know that we just saw uh, the Sarnia mayor um, uh, look at, I think it was an 8% budget increase. And he said, you know, that, that council is going to do better than that. And they're going to get to work. Budget uh, for municipalities is a season, it's not a day. And so uh, there's going to be a lot of talk between now and and March 2024 uh, before that final number is announced. Former London Mayor Matt Brown joining us. Going through budget process, you just said it, it's a season. How much of this takes up either a council member's time or the time of the deputy mayor or the mayor? Or is it just a, a collective every once in a while you meet to say, okay, where are we? Well, city staff have been preparing, uh, I have no doubt in my mind, for the past many, many months. And they're they're, um, working with the boards and commissions like the uh, London Transit Commission, the uh, London Police Service Board, uh, and others to see what's on their want list, what what they feel their needs are and what they'll be asking for. Uh, They'll put those together as a series of business cases. Uh, They'll be able to identify uh, the new revenue that's coming from uh, a growing city, and so so that's new tax dollars, and how that can mitigate the tax increase, and then also 
uh, they'll be, you know, putting the, the facts right there in, in black and white to say, if we were to do all of these things this year and over the course of the next four years, here's what it will cost the London taxpayer. We're talking with former London Mayor Matt Brown. With the Budget 101 that we can look at, infrastructure growth is a thing. And then we also have operating budget increases. Can you help us understand maybe the difference between those two things and how they put pressure on the amount of money a city needs? Sure. Let's talk about uh, development charges and then let's talk about assessment growth. So a development charge is... Uh, levied to a developer in London that's uh, building something new uh, or adding an addition to something that already exists. Uh, so growth in, in that way pays for growth. It shouldn't affect the, uh, the, the tax base. That's the capital charges. So we're talking about, you know, water and sewer and um, uh, roads. Uh, those are considered the, the hard services. And then there's the softer services like libraries and parks and police and, and fire. Um, so the, the capital cost can be covered in the DC. There is, uh, the, the, the other term that we should look at is called assessment growth. This is a good thing. So when um, a new apartment building opens and there are 150 units, that's 150 uh, new taxpayers bringing new money uh, to the city. And so that can help uh, reduce the pressure on any potential tax increase as long as we're growing in the right way. There's a good way to do it, uh, which is to be to be efficient. Uh, that inward and upward that we talk about uh, is really important. And then there's an expensive way to do it, and that's to grow um, 360 degrees around the city out into uh, out into the country. That's a more expensive um, uh, way to do it. So, um, perfect example: the you were talking about a, an 18-story building that was proposed, and it was reduced uh, to 15 stories. So that means that effectively there's less assessment growth. Uh, there's less tax dollars, new tax dollars coming in to help mitigate uh, the, the overall budget increase. It's only 10 units, but it could have been 10 more um, taxpayers helping with the, with the burden. Gotcha. And that's interesting to think about, especially when we talk about downtown. Sometimes we'll get that question, why do we spend so much time talking about downtown? But you've highlighted this before. There's a lot of money coming out of downtown. Yeah, downtown really is the, it's an economic engine for, for the city. And if we think about it this way, downtown uh, makes up about, well, less than 1% of the overall geography, of the overall space for the city. And it produces... Uh, over 5% of the tax base. And so it's a closed system, uh, a thriving downtown that's producing instead of 5%, let's say it's 7 or 8 or 9% of the overall um, uh, assessment growth and, and tax dollars. Well, that is better for everybody in the city. It, it, uh, a thriving downtown can mean uh, better parks and Byron, for example. Okay, and that that's strange to think about, you know, the, that downtown money can be that widespread, but that that's going into essentially the general coffers. Then that's right. It's a it's a closed system. We're all we're all pooling our tax dollars. Uh, anyone who lives here here in London, I I pay my share, and then we get a, a bevy of programs and services uh, provided to us. There are over eighty five to one hundred programs and services offered by the the City of London. Uh, and each of us uh, is paying a share on that. Um, as we grow, uh, there are opportunities to mitigate the tax increase uh, by having you know, a larger population uh, paying for 
uh, the same programs and services. If council chooses to increase programs and services, well, then that's going to put more pressure on the tax increase. Uh, so it, there's a huge amount of responsibility for uh, any city council uh, over the course of the next several months, uh, in, because it really is, at the end of the day, their final decision. Right. But assessment growth is something that they're going to like because it adds more money. We get more services. It's just a matter of how all of this balances out. And and should we still be getting ready for a double-digit increase? At least that's where it would begin. Jeez, let me get out my crystal ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think with with what we've seen so far uh, from uh, London Police Service Board uh, and their uh, you know very large ask uh, comparatively to uh, to past budgets. Um, we know that the London Transit Commission is asking for um, significant dollars more, uh, and also uh, groups like uh, the library system, uh, which is a fantastic system uh, in the in the community. I think there's 14 libraries, um, and they're they're asking for for more. All of these numbers are coming at uh, greater than than inflation. So you add those up, uh, and boy oh boy, I think the first number council is going to see uh, is going to be is going to be a bit of a surprise. Well, we'll know in less than a week. And how will we find that? Because council is going to get this in a, a very different means. Will it be posted? I'm sure they'll hear it on AM 980. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 4 p.m. Uh, this coming Tuesday, the budget will be tabled. And I think that Londoners should should simply stay tuned. Uh, they'll hear that number. And then I do want to remind everybody listening uh, that that number and the final number um, I don't think they've ever been the same. So this is uh, giving a sense of, of what um, the increases could look like. And then council has to get together and they have to make some really tough decisions and, and set some priorities. They'll use their strategic plan that they approved uh, last year uh, to do that. Uh, they'll also you know, be listening to uh, constituents and to community members uh, and, and doing their best to, uh, to deliver a budget that uh, is affordable and sustainable and keeps making London uh, the, the best city in, uh, in Ontario and in Canada. Matt, thanks so much for taking the time for us today for a little Budget 101. We're getting close to dealing with actual numbers. I'm sure we'll be talking again when we have those numbers to deal with. I look forward to it, Mike. Take care. That is former London Mayor Matt Brown.